Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. Hi, I'm Alicia Worley de Palacios, and my family and I have the privilege of working in Konkan, Thailand, a big city in northeastern Thailand, Isan, which is full of wonderful people, many of whom are finding that God is their father and falling in love with Jesus. This story is called Watching for Morning. This story is special to me because it happened at the beginning of our time in Thailand. We didn't know how God was going to use us and what his plans were. But as I would sit each morning and watch the sun rise, or better yet, watch for the sun as planet Earth turned towards the sun, I was reminded that as long as we turn to him, we will turn into the light and he will dispel the darkness and use us and accomplish his purposes. This story is special to me because I remember the questions, sometimes the fears, sometimes the frustrations. But now I look back and five years after I wrote this story can tell you that there is a church and that there's a music school in Konkan, Thailand, and that God is reaching people simply because he is able, he is near, and he is always with us. May you be encouraged as you listen to this story to know that Jesus is right with you right now. Watching for Morning I climb the dark steps, leaving last week's adventures in the shadows of our open-air kitchen below. The miracle? The motorcycle wipeout. The messy tasks of learning Thai and teaching English. I settle onto my perch on the hardwood of the balcony floor. A tangled mass of green fills the space in front of our house and across the dirt road, roofs peek up into the dark eastern sky. I look out eagerly and am not disappointed. There it is again, as always, the telltale streak of salmon pink brushed against the palette of gray-blue, the promise of a new day. Our little spot on the planet has been turning toward this moment all night long, turning toward the light. As the color on the horizon intensifies into a glowing orange, I cannot help but worship. Holy, holy, holy is the Lamb, I sing. And I know that all creation must join in. The scene blurs as I imagine what it would mean to have the people beneath the surrounding rooftops worshiping with me. As I imagine Konkan, touched by the healing rays of the Son of Righteousness, aware of his presence, as I am right now, and the way I was when I called out for him last Saturday night. We were dead asleep when the howling began, a blood-chilling noise that has an eerie resemblance to human wailing. It began with a bit of barking and crescendoed until every dog in the area was belting it out fortissimo. Then it gradually diminished to a stray bark here or there. 
Instinctively, this reoccurring disturbance draws warfare prayers from me, but not last night. Please be here, Jesus. I'm not sure why I prayed such a simple prayer, unless it was the lingering message of the text in Philippians I had reflected on before going to bed. The Lord is near. After years of overlooking this sentence, for the many powerful texts surrounding it, I finally caught the significance of it and was deeply moved as I experienced his nearness. Please be here, Jesus, was all I prayed. Immediately, there was absolute silence outside, so sudden that I am certain some dog stopped mid-howl. The quiet continued, and I stared into the darkness. Experiencing what it must have felt like to see a stormy sea go suddenly still, and better understanding of the disciples' awe of the power of their Lord's presence. It was the same presence that calmed Dr. O, our Thai teacher, when she was overcome with anxiety before the birth of her son. I had tried everything, she said, and then a Christian friend came and put her arms around me and prayed. Immediately, I felt a peace. As she finished her story, she began to weep. I'm sorry, she said, regaining her composure. I, I don't usually do this. I don't know what happened. That is wonderful that you could feel God's presence, Ricardo said gently, aware that such a display of emotion is rare here. Dr. O had exposure to Christianity and Christians while studying abroad. In our next lesson, she asked me to pull out the King James Bible from the bottom shelf of her corner bookcase, asking if it was the same Bible we used. After a conversation, I reached to put it back. No, she said, and placed it on her desk. It is a wonderful place to turn to in search of peace and light. Peace and light do come from God. His abiding presence can be with us all day, every day. We must simply spend time with Jesus and the Word. The Lord's presence, that is where I turned on Monday as Gabriel helped me pack up the motorcycle after our wreck. He was fine, but my dress was torn and scrapes and bumps worked their way up my left side, starting with a gash over my left ankle. I pushed the motorcycle to the gas station where Ricardo and Daniel were filling up the other motorcycle. I'm okay, I said, and then suddenly I wasn't. I lost the strength in my left wrist. My elbow ached terribly and I felt like I would pass out. Anxiety washed over me and I felt powerless to resist it. Thou wilt give her perfect peace. It was the best way I could think of to fight that horrible feeling. I sat down on the curb, lost my stomach contents, and felt much better, even up to driving myself to the hospital for a tetanus shot and cleanup. I made it just in time for my grade one English class, where I was reminded that Jesus' presence isn't always so tangible. Often, I just choose to believe he's there, stretching my faith to visualize him seated on the floor with those wiggly children, Believing in faith alone that he's there, loving them, working to fulfill his purpose for their lives. It isn't easy to learn a new language, to sit still, to ignore the distractions. I can certainly sympathize with my students. There's nothing romantic about the daily grind of getting one's brain to add another file to the language folder. The power of his presence doesn't always mean immediate results or an easy way out, but it does mean that we are not alone. And that with time, with constant turning to him, the day will break. I can see the sun now, its brilliant rays reaching over the rooftops to where I'm sitting, shattering the shadows. 
It speaks to the promise that Jesus will complete the work he's starting here in Thailand and that nothing can prevent the morning that is fast approaching. AFM missionaries need your prayers every day. To adopt a missionary to your family or to support them financially, point your browser to afmonline.org. Once there, just click on the Missionaries tab. That's afmonline.org. This story is called The Recital. I love this story because it pulls together many stories from different times that were part of a much bigger story that God has been writing in Konkan, Thailand. I am so privileged, along with my husband and my children, Ricardo, Gabriel, and Daniel, to be part of that story. What do an accident, a culture study meeting, and a soccer school have in common? More than you might imagine. As we sat back to enjoy the first recital at Peace Music Academy, Ricardo and I couldn't help but marvel at how God networks and how he works all things together for good. As our voice student, Tum, began to sing, I thought back to the accident that had set in motion the chain of events that brought her here. When a teenage girl on a powerful motorcycle tried to pass our truck on the right, her handlebar grazed the side of our truck and she went down, sliding across the entrance of a side road, stopping just before the curb. Seeing her body slide to a stop, my body went numb. Then she lifted her head and I began to breathe again. She got up and began to brush dirt and pebbles off her school uniform. The relief and gratitude I felt were so complete that I didn't think to pray that something good would come from the accident. I just hoped, along with her mother, that she would be more careful in the future. But the accident brought a very tangible blessing. Our insurance company sent us to a specific shop to have the scratch on our truck fixed. While we were there, the shop owner noticed our music school's name printed on my polo shirt. Where's your music school? He asked. Is it in a church? We explained that we were Christians, but that our school was a regular school registered with the government. He and his wife had been looking for some extracurricular activities for their daughters, and he immediately called his wife to tell her about it. A week later, his wife came to our school to check it out. It really is a school, she exclaimed, and then hurried to explain that she respects Christianity, that all religions are good and teach good things, and that she is quite happy to be a Buddhist. She ended up registering her two daughters for classes, one for voice and flute, and the other for violin. Tum's recital song was beautiful, and her parents glowed with pride as they listened. I myself felt a little teary, celebrating what God had done. This family has been a great blessing to us in our school. They're at every Peace Music Academy function. As fellow business owners in Konkan, they have given us very helpful advice and ideas, and we are grateful to them. When Jom got up to play his violin, Ricardo beamed. Jom was our first violin student and Ricardo was his teacher until Brianna Thornton arrived. We met John at the soccer school our children attend, and his father, Jeep, and Ricardo quickly became good friends. Jeep has helped our school advance in many ways and is as happy as we are with its growth. This family has not only become an important part of our school family, but our team family as well.
We've shared holidays and birthdays with them, and we are grateful for their friendship. We long and look forward to this friendship being one that lasts through eternity. The English and music class students were scheduled to perform next, but a quick reshuffling of program order was done to ensure that Jumbo's father, a politician whose plane had just landed in Concan, could make it in time to see his son perform. Our relationship with Jumbo began three and a half years ago when we met his mother, a professor in the social science department at Concan University. We studied Thai with her before going to a language institute in Bangkok. After our return, we kept in occasional contact with her. When Peace Music Academy opened, we told her about the music school, but Jumbo was still very young and she was very busy. Then our teammate, Daniela Koning, invited her to participate in one of our culture study meetings. It just so happened that the meeting that month was held at the Sorensen's house, which happened to be one street over from Jumbo's house. When Chris Sorensen started the English and music class, he made a point of inviting Jumbo. Now Jumbo studies piano at PMA, and the school has been a wonderful social context for him and another opportunity to connect with his parents. We are blessed to be part of God's networking here in Concan and look forward to how he will continue to complete the work he's begun. How is God working in your social network? What things is God doing in your world right now that might seem ordinary or perhaps even not so great, but that in the future you will look back and say, wow, God was at work. He pulled all things together and worked all things for good. Did you enjoy these stories? I know what you're thinking. You'd love to hear more. Well, you can. Here's how you can add more stories to your daily missions diet. Why not subscribe to Adventist Frontiers magazine, the cutting edge of frontier mission life? Point your browser to afmonline.org. Scroll down and click on Get a Free to Subscribe. That's right, a free subscription to Adventist Frontiers magazine, chock full of exciting stories directly from the mission field. Just go to afmonline.org.